0: This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Remain blessed as you listen. I want us to take this song as we commit ourselves into God's hands. Help is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The Teacher of our life is here. Is there,
1: help is there,
0: the spirit of the Lord is there, the teacher of our life is there, is there, help is there. the Lord is there. the teacher of our life is there.
1: is, there. Help is the spirit
2: of the
0: Lord is here. the teacher of our life is there. to personalize it. Oh, my help is there, the Spirit of the
1: Lord is
0: there, the teacher of
1: my life is there,
3: is there.
0: I want us to commit ourselves into God's ends and as we receive help, his help is here with us and we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, the teacher of our lives, as he opens our eyes to what he wants us to see this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive grace. We receive grace. We receive grace for this period in the name of Jesus. Our hearts are open To learn. Our hearts are open to learn. We yield ourselves to you, Father. We give room, oh Lord, to you. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. I receive help. I receive help in the name of Jesus. Let grace be poured upon my lips in the mighty name of Jesus. that you make my tongue like the pen of a ready writer. Inscribing your truth into the hearts of everyone in the name of Jesus, we thank you, our Father, because we know you are faithful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So we'll be looking at um, resolving conflict in marriage. So I'll do some uh, teachers' work <laughs> before we continue. I'm a teacher and um, it's always in there. So there's a particular illustration I would want to start with. Praise the Lord. Alright, so our topic is resolving conflict in, in marriage. So there's a particular structure I want to draw for illustration. What do you think this is? Who said Egg? Thank you. <laughs> She's actually right. Okay, so we have the eggshell. The I hope you can all see this. The egg membrane. So there is um this is the structure of an egg. And then we all I think most people like like taking egg. And there are several ways by which we can prepare our egg. We can Several ways by which we prepare eggs. Please, I would want you to give me examples. Yes. W- ways of of cooking our eggs. You said? Fry. Okay. Boiling. So under frying. Okay. Moving forward. Okay. Can we all see? Okay. All right. So this is, this is the structure of an egg. And uh, there are several ways of preparing uh, or cooking our egg. We have boiling. We mentioned frying. Under frying, we have different types poaching, scrambled, omelet. And then we can actually roast. Yes, <laughs> we can roast it. It will work. We just put it in and then you pass a stick through it so that a lot of, some um, um, small amount of steam can go through as you put it on the fire. So now we have several parts of the egg but most of the time we just see the outer part so looking at the different components by the time we boil what we only see is the shell the white and the the yolk that the albumin and the yolk this is the albumin sorry i skipped that So we have the albumin and the yolk. We cannot really see the embryo, we can see the chalaza again. So, that is for boiling. But if we are trying to peel, there is a tendency to see the membrane there. Now then, there is poaching. We crack the shell and just pour it directly into the frying pan. So we have the separation of our albumin and the yolk. Isn't it? Then there is the scrambled. We have to stir, whisk everything, and then fry. But in the course of frying, we stir so that it's scattered. And then there is the omelette. Omelette. That is where I'm coming to omelette. When we put our om- when we stir, or whisk rather, and pour in, we allow it to settle in the fan, uh, pan rather in the frying pan and leave it. It continues to fry. Then when it is cooked on one um, uh, surface, we flip it over for the other side to be cooked. Are we together? By the time the omelet is properly cooked, can we see any of this structure in it? We We just see one whole structure. Praise the Lord. By the time our omelette is cooked, because the other, the other types of cooking, we eventually, we will still see separations. But by the time the omelette is ready, we see just one whole structure. And that is a representation of how God wants our marriages to be. The Bible says he has made the two to become one flesh. One. There is no way we can separate the yolk from the albumin by the time the omelette is ready. So. That is the original plan by the Father. But then, we have the enemy that is always working over time to make sure that those, that original plan does not stand. And therefore, because we come from each person, each individual are from different, um, is from different backgrounds, we have our different features. Are we together, what I like might not be what you like we have our different uh, personalities we have different habits we have different colors that we uh, enjoy different activities that we enjoy like i usually look at uh, the twins and like as much as they come together or they came together rather they are they are totally different even the ones that are that carry the same placenta they are totally different because I, I, we have some uh, identical twins in the family also they are completely different so God has made each one of us different and it's, that's what makes everywhere beautiful because we cannot always be the same
1: okay. Thank you. All
0: right. so if we are all the same we will be more like zombies and there won't be any beauty in the world so, this, our differences are actually what the enemy is using or trying to take advantage of to cause conflict, to cause frictions amongst us. But the ultimate aim is that we all become one. That is, the Bible says, my Pastor Fumiko said that John, that when we show love, they will know that we are one in the Father. So, beyond uh, marriage relationships, even our various relationships, we can come to that point of having the same mind, actually. In friendships and the rest, we can come even in our workplace. We already know what the boss wants and one aligns and therefore there is no problem. So, our differences are the things that the enemy is counting on to cause friction amidst us. Conflict is friction uh, a strong word for conflict is warfare warfare and if we think of it in that wise then we have to constantly work against it that i don't want to have warfare in my life in my marriage in my relationships praise the lord so conflict has to do with competitive or opposing ideas or actions of um, incompatibilities. Are we together? So this incompatibility uh, compatibility has to do with personalities, habits, ideas, opinions of various individuals. And looking at the world today, we have seen that this has really... Dege- we see a lot of degenerations in our world today, such that people within... Uh, a few weeks of marriage, few years of marriage, they are talking about uh, irreconcilable differences and it ends in divorce. And if we actually look at it and try to analyze and analyze, we find out that the things that are actually causing friction are not really major things. But because each person wants to stay on their own side and not wanting to compromise or come to the middle, then we say we have irreconcilable differences or that the individuals are incompatible. Because I, sometimes I think and I wonder if uh, two people came together in love, how is it or how did it become that they are no longer compatible? Because I keep, you know, sometimes when I was younger, that word it was always I usually ponder on its irreconcilia- irre- irreconcilable differences, and I keep thinking, what is this irreconcilable difference? Even before I got married, you know, well, I, I keep looking, what is this irreconcilable differences? It was just one big grammar, and I keep thinking, what is this irreconcilable differences? But by the time I kept thinking and um, checking for the minute, and I'm thinking, how will two people come together and think, oh, okay, we love each other, we want to be together forever, and after some time, it's off. There is a particular one. If I, it, I was much younger. It happened in our street. I didn't know that this toothpaste issue is, is more or less general. <laughs> so, they the just after the wedding, a week after, it, it was even during the honeymoon. And uh, the husband presses anywhere. The wife, was, you have to start from the base. And that was what caused the fight. So, it was when I grew up and I started hearing and I was like, battery, uh, so this thing is... <laughs> just a week, we were much younger and we heard that story that it was because of toothpaste that there was fight within the home and, and there was another one I learned or I heard rather we, we found out that we were actually cousins when they got married and then the, couples, uh, the couple got home the husband found out that the wife could not cook what she had been doing, doing was trying to get uh, prepared meals for the husband and, and it lasted for like two weeks. So later the husband was like, please, I want to eat homemade food. I would like you to prepare homemade food. So my cousin I took beans. So she, was, the husband said he wants to eat moi moi. So, <laughs> so she took the beans and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she took the beans, filled it, and then put it in the freezer, in the fridge. So, kept waiting and waiting and waiting. Ah, why is this not cooking? Why is it not cooking? And went to check. <laughs> the beans is still there. So, when she was growing up, actually, she grew up in the midst of maids. So she knows that they will peel the beans. But those people, they do it overnight. They will peel the beans and keep it in the freezer. And then before she wakes up, my mom is ready. So that was what she thought was the process. So she kept it inside the freezer and was waiting for it to get cooked. <laughs> so by the time the case, she sat and waited and waited nothing happened and then the husband realized that she could not cook. But the man is not born again. Maybe he would, be, he would have gotten born again now but then it, what, this is what he did that really, you know, till tomorrow I'll respect him. He took her to a cook, cookery school, enrolled her. It was very expensive. They, they lived in Portacot, enrolled her in a um, in a school, and then paid and everything. Waited until she finished, and then she was able to cook eventually. So, I, you know, I was like, okay. Some people would have said, okay, we have been reconcilable differences. I, we cannot, I cannot cope with this kind of wife. How will I, I want to eat this and she cannot cook it. Okay, go back to your mother's house. So that was what she... The other, the, there were two stories. The, the other person actually packed the wife's luggage and everything and dumped her in her parents' house. Why this one took her to a cooking school, and then that was how she was able to learn. Praise the Lord. So, that could have actually degenerated the home. It would have caused a degeneration because they they would have thought about him not, how will he be able to survive (laughs) um, eating out every now and then. And it's very expensive. We know how expensive Buttercourt is. Even back then. So, That was uh, how he was able to resolve that issue within the marriage and till tomorrow they are good. Praise the Lord. So, conflict in marriage is actually unavoidable because we are different. It is not a cause. Because of our differences, it is unavoidable. But if we really work on it, it actually strengthens the marriage. When properly handled, it brings strength to our homes praise the lord so like uh, one of my children said ah oh god I pray mom I pray that the civil war that we had in Nigeria will be the last war in the world ever I couldn't say amen <laughs> I couldn't actually I said oh, we also because the world is broken there are so many things so, so I have to explain to him that I know we want peace everywhere we want peace in the world but then the way you are thinking is not the way other people are thinking. Some people want peace. Some people are spotting for war. That's where they derive their energy. Praise the Lord. So, the marriage contract. Uh, sorry. So, our there are so many. We talked about a, a lot of divorces uh, here and there. Before, it used to be a kind of alien, an alien word. I said this before. A divorce. They are thinking, what happened? It's, it was strange actually. But now, it's, it's just uh, two for a couple. <laughs> two for a couple, just within uh, the. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, last, last year into this year, and I kept. You know, how many celebrities got divorced? And I'm thinking, ah, what is it? What is it? Some people have even attempted to prophesy. And you know, you know the, the way people talk, and people are not careful. Because there were some as I kept hearing I was like ah these people should start praying. But you know, their lives is just they are just casual about it and at the end of the day we found out that okay, this one's too are divorced and you kept you keep thinking what is the thing? What is it? And some by the time you think deep, you know, there is no way you there are people that live around them. You eventually find out what happened. And if once it down and think about it with the help of the Spirit, we discover that it's something that is resolvable. Resolution has to do with bringing solution to converging um, opinion or issues. Bringing them together. Resolving a way of making sure that complex um, notions are broken down into simpler ways whereby we are able to relate well with each other. Praise the Lord. So most marriages we see today, ending like divorce. So most divorce in our world today are for this thing called incompatibility. We can fill in that space now. Incompatibility. Incompatibility. So what is the meaning of the word incompatibility? Let me ask us the meaning of that word Incompatibility. Incompatible. What do we understand by incompatibility? Children, I hope you are learning these grammars. Eh? <laughs> okay, Sister Debbie, please. Incompatibility. Yes, the meaning.
3: Okay.
2: Incompatibility means when two people don't seem to agree on things. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same opinion on issues. So we can say that uh, they are not compatible. Incompatibility simply means not
0: compatible. Their Is that opinion- compatible that we are trying to break down? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. They don't have, as I said, they have divergent opinion about issues,
0: important issues of life. Divergence.
1: Okay. Our children are
0: here.
3: <laughs> okay, I want to say that when two people are not seeing the same thing in the same way, when two people have different opinions about a thing, um, looking at A, she's looking at Z.
2: So, we are not coming at the center. We are not saying the same thing. So we have different view about life, different view about things. So there will be a problem.
1: (laughs) Um, Compactive, I'll just use an example so that it's clear. This um, phone,
2: this is the phone, and this is the case. So if I put them like this, they are
0: compatible. It means fits, fitted together.
2: And then if I turn it this way,
3: like this,
0: they are not compatible. So it can't fit inside. So there's going to be friction. The phone will fall down. This one will tear. That's incompatibility. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for that um, illustration. So the dictionary defines incompatible as incapable of living together in agreement or harmony. In agreement or harmony. these is, two people are not able to live together in unity. We can't see eye to eye on issues. So the two are said to be incompatible. Praise the Lord. Please, I want us to keep this. In, I didn't, I'm, I'm trying to conserve my space not to clean it off. Because I, this is the illustration that the Holy Spirit brought, brought to mind, actually the different components of the egg, and that is how we are, even individuals. There are different parts of us. Our minds are different components, the will, the emotions, different manifestations of our emotions, and then the spirit, and then our bodies. Praise the Lord. So, the, this word, um, conflict, is actually due to irritations within individuals. Now, I wrote something, expectation and, uh, expectations and goals. The, I, 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 I saw that the main thing that actually causes conflict within a marriage or other, and other relationship is actually individual expectations. There is something I'm expecting from you. There is, some, there is something I'm expecting that you should live up to. There is something I'm expecting you to give And when I am not seeing that, then issues arise. We start having arguments, start having different kinds of things. So let's look at um, what irritation is. An irritation is an incident, rather, conversation or situation that has the ability to exasperate. Exasperate. aggravate. Exasperate. Nitu. Have you seen uh, nettle leaves before? Have you have an encounter? Have you had an encounter with little plants before? <laughs> it can be something else. There's no. It, once you just put your hand on it, or you, you just use that hand on any other part, you are, you are done for. All parts of the body will keep itching and itching and itching is a kind of irritation. And it's not as if the plant is uh, wicked, but it's, it has a secretion that once it gets on the surface of the skin, it causes a kind of irritation. And that's what causes the itching. So one keeps itching and itching. Praise the Lord. So some marriage can have the kind of need to within it. And then it can be a, a provocation, provoke rile, peeve, or anger a person or persons, that's irritation so why does marriage have the unique potential for so many irritations why do we think marriage has that unique potential for so many irritations because I personally I know that if somebody does something to me I might not really think about it but if it is coming from my husband I can sit with it so why should it be why is it that it is the that has such tendency? You <laughs> said, brother, you are saying something, sir. Okay, brother Okay. Yes, sir. Stop for me. <laughs> I wanted to say you will miss... Maybe you will see that person once, and then you may not see the person again. But your husband may do it again tomorrow. So. To keep you, okay, yeah. so like we said, expectation there's something we are expecting, there's something I want. I feel that this person knows me and should know that he's not supposed to do this, not supposed to say this, not supposed to think this about me. Praise the Lord! So, marriage is the coming together of two persons into one the omelette. The egg white is mixed together with the egg yolk, and it, we fry, and it becomes the omelette. The frying is the, the marriage, the wedding ceremony. Are we together? I said the frying. When you fry on the, is the wedding ceremony, so the two comes together to become one. So this process of making two lifestyles into one into one opens up potential irritations in the following areas. 1. Matters of Personal Habit Matters of Personal Habit and we are going to mention (laughs) Okay, there is this story I wanted to read there was this woman that was 72 and was was celebrating her 50th year anniversary so the, the people were like how did you do it 50 years and you've lived together with this same man for 50 years so how did you go about it? So the woman was like, "Oh, in life there's so many adjustments. She has had to make over the 50, the course of 50 years." Said when she was 22, she wanted a man that is handsome, ch- charming, financially su- successful, a caring listener, witty, in good shape, dresses with styles, appreciates the finer things, pulls up <laughs> thoughtful surprises. And a romantic lover. By the time she was 32, she found out that she had to adjust her expectations. You know, we are talking about expectations. Okay, he should be nice looking with full air, at least, in his head. He opens cars doors and holds the chair. If they go out, he pulls out the chair and then allows her to sit. <laughs> Has enough money for a nice dinner, at least listens more than he talks. He laughs at my jokes. He carries bags of groceries with ease. No argument. This is whether ah, am I your servant? <laughs> you should be able to carry. It. <laughs> Next, okay. He owns at least one tie. You know the previous one was like a fine dresser. But now he owns at least one tie and it should look nice. <laughs> he appreciates good home cooked meal. He remembers birthdays and anniversaries. He seeks romance at least once a week. <laughs> By the time she was 42, she had to tweak the expectation again. Because they've lived for how many years now? 20 years. And it's all, so she saw that this thing is doing big. <laughs> the expectation is not too okay. So at 42, not too ugly. <laughs> Bad head is okay. Doesn't drive off until I'm in the car. Because, you know, he's in a hurry. Oh, this woman, let's go, let's go now. There was this story. <laughs> the woman is, will take her time to do whatever she wants to do, and the man is always in a hurry to do whatever. And they were moving. The man was far ahead, and the woman was still coming behind. Like, ah. They were talking, they spoke in Yoruba. Why are you this sluggish? And the, man was, the woman was like, hey, you're not changing, will you know, she will be right. You are too fast. Why are you so much in a hurry? But because they are Christians and they found out that they started arguing. so it, it a, They were going for a program of a meeting. So they started arguing and the, the man was like, ah, this is the devil at work. Let's look at what, how, what we'll do. So the, the man held the woman's hand and was like, okay. Let me combine my weary, weary with your dear, dear. So do weary, dear, weary, dear. <laughs> And then, so they laughed over it and got to where they were going to. So that's that's how marriage should just for us to be able to laugh over, laugh over issues. So at 42, not too ugly, bad head is okay. Don't drive off. Doesn't drive off until I'm in the car. Walk steadily. You know, at that point, that man is <laughs> how do you think the man would be? It was in his, maybe late fifties. Not said when I am talking, at least. Maybe he's not able to talk as much as <laughs> before. Usually remembers punch lines of jokes. I'm cracking, you be able to laugh now at this point. He's in good enough shape to rearrange the furniture, at least. Wears a shirt that covers his stomach. <laughs> because at that point, the thumb is. It's no longer the six packs, (laughs) and then you know at that point they don't. You know how that is now. They don't really wear clothes as it were. The maximum is to wear singlets, and sometimes the singlet is jumping because of the fourth belly. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Knows not to buy champagne with a screw top lid because they will need energy to unlock it, and then remembers to put the toilet seat down. Shaves most weekends. At 52, <clears> hmm, <throat> keeps hair trim. Doesn't belch or scratch in public. Doesn't borrow money to her phone. She was looking for a financially successful man. But now she had to keep tweaking and tweaking. Doesn't nod off to sleep when I am painting. I have a friend that <laughs> she was like, she's, um, she's a... And she says, Clomel, so once you want something done, do it immediately. So by the time she's venting, the other one is just looking at her like this. And that angers her a lot. Like, ah, say something now. Did he say something? <laughs> so I'm like, so, you know who you have married. Just calm down. It is God has brought you together to teach you patience. Praise the Lord. So at least, it, then next one, doesn't retell the same old jokes too many times is in good enough shape to get off the couch on weekends. Usually wears matching socks and fresh underwear. I appreciate a good TV dinner. Remembers your name on location. Shaves some weekends. At 62, she knew she had to adjust again. <laughs> Much more. One, doesn't scare small children. <laughs> You know, some, some, some old men can be... They call them old jacks. <laughs> they are just like that. They don't really... So some like children around. Some. You know, just give them their chair. Mm-hmm. Remember where the bathroom is. Doesn't require much money for upkeep. Sickness and the rest. Only snores lightly when asleep. Remembers why he's is laughing. He's in good enough shape to stand up by himself. Usually wears some clothes... Like soft food, Remember where he left his teeth. I hope we got that. The, 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 at that point, maybe most of the teeth are soft and they have to use denture. Then remembers that it is the weekend. She said at 72, at least that so much reduced, she has just two. He is breathing and he doesn't miss the toilet. <laughs> So, you can see the expectation being tweaked over and over because she was ready to make adjustments. If she wasn't ready to make such adjustments, they cannot do it together for that long, 50 years. The queen that died, they were together for about 73 years, going to 74 years. And you wonder how. Because people in, in the marriage were ready to make adjustments. Praise the Lord. So we look, let's run through some of the irritations. How one squeezes toothpaste like we just mentioned one. How one puts things away or does not put things away. Some people just let me just satisfy them. Put everything together in one place. Meanwhile, the wife wants them properly arranged, not just put everything together. Those are things that causes irritation. Okay, sorry, sorry each partner had their own way own way of doing things before they got married just like we talked about the differences but now they have merged and are becoming one so the friction is coming on so our one squeezes number three, dirty clothes on the floor or in the hamper those are things that generate irritation How one folds their clothes how one dresses or doesn't dress. You know, we, talked, we said that if we look deep or probe deep into this so-called irreconcilable differences, these are some of the things that cause those things. The irritations. Seven. One out oh, Six. How one baths and doesn't bath? Seven. Other areas of personal hygiene. Who showers when? Not rinsing out the sink or the top, How much time is spent in the bathroom? This one is one you are entering the bathroom, and the other person. Please let me go in first, because the other person will spend as long as 30 minutes in the bathroom before he's out or she's out. Toilet so seats up or down? Sisters. <laughs> Leaving women's underwear all over the bathroom. When to go to bed and when to get up? Windows open or closed at night? There was this couple, the man grew up with the the mom Why the wife grew up with the father. So the the wife knows that it's her dad that does the closing and everything. Why the guy knew that, oh, it's mom that does that since she's the only one, she was the only one that raised him. So that thing caused friction. At night, they go and lock the dog. You two go up, rise up and lock the dog. And it was a lot of it was during the course of counseling and they found out that it was because of who raised them. So the wife saw it as normal for the man to do that. Why did the man saw it as normal for the woman to do that? But personally, I feel as we train our children, we let them, uh, let them know that some things are not actually restricted to some people. If I'm the last in the sitting room, I should be able to lock the windows and lock the door. I'm the last one there. Praise the Lord. Alright, so the next one, um, electric blanket on 2 or 8. Either code, AC. Let's use AC for our side. Either code or hot. Some cannot cope. And some it can cause a lot of friction, actually. And they, they, they start by sleeping apart. Since you want it cold, let me move another room, and before we know it, it degenerates. Praise the Lord. Bringing cold feet in bed, or sometimes sand on the bed. Several meal times. When to eat? When, when should uh, should the breakfast be? Lunch or dinner? Who does what? Cooking, cleaning, laundry, shopping, gardening. Who does what? Those are the things that can cause. When we do personal or family devotions. I remember one of my pastors was like, <laughs> when he is doing his, uh, the, the wife was complaining that, ah, ah, for crying out loud, one cannot sleep peacefully in this room. Because when she's trying to, maybe she's on gear two, because one is warming, and he wants to start to pray, start to pray in the middle of the night, she was like, ah, please now, allow us. And it's like that every night. When do we want to sleep? <laughs> So they eventually had to talk about it and the rest so personal family devotion is it in the morning or at night? How one drives the car I so this like this myself and my husband are like this way like I'm the assistant pilot I say, see I've been driving before you learned how to drive. Let me try. I'm a good driver So, <laughs> But now I've learned to keep quiet and use my fingers. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Physical appearance. Wait. When and how we do exercise, radio on or off in the car, early or late for appointments, that's time issues. Reading the newspaper and setting up the wall as I'm talking. That's the time you want to read newspaper. So how is the person listening? TV programs and what to watch, how much to watch, you know some uh, some things can some things can be very the part of the irritation. We are trying to watch this and the other person is flipping the channel. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> can we just say <laughs> one channel and watch in peace? Testing music and other entertainment, movie selection, friendship. This is a major one actually. Friendship. Know who your Spouse's friend is Because it, they are, their influence has A major impact On the home Praise the Lord, it is very very important So we, work, we talk about it And make sure that we agree On the kind of friends we are supposed to keep How many of them we are, How much we have to trim down the friend, Our friends Once we know that these ones are not Contributing to our lives Even family members We personally do that if I go to this person and the person is not adding to me, there's a tendency for me not to really go as much as I used to. I just keep trimming down. And then even go phone calls. I'm like, Praise the Lord. So someone has said that marriage is two people agreeing to change each other's habits. But I personally say it's two people agreeing to influence each other's habits for the better. The much we can do is to influence. God is the only one that can change. We influence one another to keep getting better. Praise the Lord. So we look at the other ones. So, matters of differing taste. Matter, matters of differing taste. Example whether to buy this color or that color, this brand or that brand, is it Sprite, is it Coke, is it iPhone, is it Apple? And those things like that. the kind of Sometimes when I see that kind of argument, I say, it's because you have money. <laughs> Honestly, because there is money you can argue about the kind of phone. Is it iPhone or iPad or uh, Apple that you want to get? But if we are trying to gather the money to get a phone, the, the choice is streamlined. But I know that God is prospering us and is helping us. But we would have grown such that those things will not cause each amongst us the kind of car to buy, type of breakfast meal, light or heavy, the local church to attend. This is very, very, very important. Very, 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 you know there are a number of various I put behind it. Very important. And how often to attend church. It's very, very important for the two to come together and pray and receive where they are meant to be attending. There is a joining. There is a particular local church that God has joined us to. That we are supposed to be part of. And we are also talking about how committed we should be. Because if it is not been spoken about, the, the, the man can be the more committed one and the woman is not there. Because at the end of the day, it will impact the marriage. When the two are not going together, it affects the children they eventually don't see church as important because they're not seeing the two going together. They're not going together to the same place. The frequency of sex, hobbies, this route to a location or that route, where do we take? We are going somewhere. Should that thing can cause a lot of arguments. Let's pass through this place. Ah, there's usually a dump in that place. Let's go through that side. This kind of furnishing or that kind, music that we listen to, whether to do what he wants tonight or what she wants, The next one, matter of social habits. Social examples, or funny jokes, monopolizing conversation. It is just one person that is the main center of attraction or center of attention rather in that particular conversation and the other person is not allowed to talk. It can cause issues. The person starts feeling inadequate because you might be thinking, okay, is it that I am not... Uh, intelligent enough to contribute to this conversation or the person starts feeling there's a kind of um, uh, identity issues or low self-esteem that this generates. Just watching everybody else talk, the person is just just looking at uh, the man and uh, the wife and the children are talking and the man is just sitting there looking at them. It can be annoying for the other person. Contribute now. Say something now. Interrupting constantly. Adjusting poor memories of past events. This one, <laughs> God, forgive some spouses, because as the years pass by, and maybe we have to, talk about a particular event that happened maybe ten years down the line, and you know that maybe the one spouse does not remember things like that, the other spouse has a tendency of patching and adding up to it, exaggerating and um, putting some things out. Praise the Lord. That's why I said adjusting poor memories of past events, being picky about details that aren't really essential. D, matters of household management. That's another one that really causes issue. <laughs> household management, finances, and the rest. Examples, writing checks and not recording what you wrote in the register. Like if somebody has, is in charge of managing the finances, if the person is not doing it well, it can cause issues because the other person is like, "Okay, um, we want to buy this thing. Let's withdraw, so so so, so give, write out the check so that we can withdraw and buy." And the other person is saying, "There's nothing in the account again, no." <laughs> it can cause a lot of issues. Waiting to clean the living room until company uh, company comes, inviting people over without checking with the other party. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> I think, I'm sorry, I'm not being partial. I think the male gender has the tendency of doing this the most. You are in, at work. Oh, okay, come. Okay, let's go. Come over to my place. Let's have a nice time and the rest. Sir?
1: Sir?
3: Um, before you crucify the male, eh? it, um, it depends on personality traits, really. Yeah. Some guys, it, it, like me, my typical self, I like to just be by myself. Oh, boy, how far? You know, I, did, I want to come and see you. No, I have service. There was a friend. And it's not as if I was lying. There was a time somebody said, ah, well, you know, I said, see, on Monday, then call duty. They said, what about Tuesday? We have pastoral meeting. Wednesday, I try to rest. I said, Thursday, I have PCG. Friday, there's leaders prayer meeting. Saturday, I'm going for quarry as a say Sunday, I want to rest. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's not like uh, sometimes, if it's really important, you go to certain places. But if you're a private or a more reserved person, sometimes you can tend to be by yourself. So it's not every guy that will just say, hey, because uh, it could be the wife. In some families, it is the women that ah, come and greet us. Come and do this. You just bring people and you know, you get home and you are thinking of coming quietly to watch your sports, and you see crowds in your sitting room. You'll be like, ah, Oh Lord. So it depends on uh, individual couple, their personality types. But it's important that before you bring in people, just call, oh, ah, they are coming, oh, and then they will stay, oh, or they will not stay. Because uh, some women, like, for example, my wife has planned that the soup will last this long. And me alone, not even bringing people. Me, I sit down, I eat everything. I was like, why? This was supposed to be two days. You have eaten all the fish. What will happen? You know, now, if you're now bringing people, you know, you have totally scattered the kitchen plant. So, it's important that, whether male or female, you communicate before we, you know, take decisions. So, it can be male, it can be the female that is more open to inviting people. Yes. I hope I've defended the men well.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> Alright, okay. Then, um, Unequal treatment of the children. That can be another challenge. Like we, we learned that there, there must not be any favoritism in handling our children. You should not favor one child over the other. And it can cause a lot of issue. And I've seen that in, in families. Uh, you are flogging this child too much. The other one is not for that. Why are you always defending this particular child and you flog this one? And the other person is also not... See to that and it's, and the other person is trying to explain is or her action, so those are part of things that then five external, minor household repairs, plumbing,, is, uh, gardening, and all those things. <laughs> sir it's always meant that I don't think it's always true, sir <laughs> 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 uh-uh the Bible says you should treat them as weaker vessels you you taught us that the men have more muscles (laughs) more muscles than the women know
2: Okay, but when it comes to the most (laughs) difficult part of the household
0: just like lifting the cupboard carrying the
2: freezer that is
3: when (laughs) that is when you know the men are (laughs) stronger
0: Praise the Lord. Then, let but me say on balance? this one
3: okay. of uh, repairs, <laughs> it depends also on um, because, like you said something earlier, depending on how each person grew up. Yeah. I I think it was during our service here, a group of couples rented you know a flat, male on one side, female on one side, and and they were brethren in fellowship. I just noticed that there was an argument on something, and the lady was like, don't they know? I didn't men? man. Do I have to be telling them everything? I said, What is the problem? Look at the, the, the grass in the house. Look at this. Look at it. I didn't men? man. Can they reason that they should start? I said, See, some people were not brought up that way, you know. So for some people, uh, it maybe it's their mom that say, Oh, yeah, come and do this. That will tell the dad. For some, it's the men that will, you know, take initiative. So if you are angry that, hey, eh, doesn't he know you should do this? It's just good to communicate. So please, don't assume. That he should know or he doesn't know, uh, my dear. Uh, the sink is leaking. Or you know? is there any something you can do? Eh, okay. Oh, you say? Oh, I forgot. Remind him the next day. I think self-control should just be at the bottom of this thing. Otherwise, small things will cause fights. No, even if you say call electrician, let at least be informed. You know.
0: Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay.
1: I also think. Um, sometimes it depends on how we grew up. Quite a number of us, like for me, I saw my dad do practically everything at home as in treating my mom like an egg. Don't do this, don't do as in but when my mom had to come to Abuja, you know, civil service and all, you know, she now had to start till date, my mom does not know how to put on jeans. Even when she was in Abuja, she said well if there's no light, I'm fine because she grew up she got married and her husband was doing everything but when she came to Abuja, when, when things needed to be fixed, she needed, she needed to, you know, call missings and all. So, when I also came to Abuja, I saw that, that, okay, a woman can practically do anything. So, even now, sometimes, when I tell my husband, this, thing know, and it's not, mm, I mean, I've gone to look for missing. I've gone to sort out myself. Because both of us stay in the, and it's not like he doesn't want to do it. He's what just busy, other blessed? things. I'm just, for me, I just I see it as filling in the gap. Yes, it's not, we are not competing. What you can do, and you are not maybe at that time you are not free to do. I, I it's just like I can't change tire, no matter what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> funny, but that was one thing I intentionally did, did not want to do or don't want to do in the car. Most of the time, when something is I said, it is this, let's take this one because I'm the one going to the mechanics of When it's at work, will I sit down? When I'm the one using the car? Will I sit and wait until he comes back? So we have to go to the mechanic. I'll sit with the mechanic. I know the time I'm going, to so I'll sit with him. In the course of him, I'm asking questions. So if there is any, if I'm hearing anything, I know what's, what is wrong. So, but the I intentionally... <laughs> I'm not going to do this thing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it's actually... We actually know to... I uh, will need to know how our schedules are what fits into our plans if this person is busy can i fill in yeah. on, 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 on this at this point and then an, another thing i don't like fixing is electricity stuff i don't even go there because of experience my immediate sister got shocked and she sti- anytime she touches anything touches any ele- she still feels electrocuted so that never left my memory deep. it was bad she lost her sight and rest- so when it has to do with anything else, so I just, like, <laughs> come help us with this thing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Alright, number... Okay, figure, Roman figure 3. Are there times when marriage partners are more susceptible to being irritated? Yes. There are periods that those, the irritation is on gear 5. So there are certain times when people are more likely to be irritated. That blank there is more likely. One, when one is tired, there's a tendency for the person to be cranky. I don't just want to just let me be. When one just gets home from work, there, there was a particular couple I read about. So, so they so they found out that this thing constantly causes quarrels between them. Once they are coming back, the two of them are quarreling. So they eventually agree that okay, if I'm coming back from work and I'm so tired, just throwing the, for the man throwing a newspaper. <laughs> then for the woman, maybe throw in one of your, a pair of your shoes so I understand that that was, the, the, that was what solved it actually so when the man knows that I'm coming, I'm so tired I don't want any, this. I can't discuss I can't just, nothing so as he's coming, he's throwing in the newspaper, so the woman gets the uh, information, and also for the other person, so it causes irritation, then when one is hungry I used to have one daddy like that. <laughs> when he's, he's, he's late, now when he's hungry, he says, Oh, uh, ah, I'm having malaria now. Oh, I'm feeling hot. Hey, and he will be shaking <laughs> seriously. And the woman is running up and down. I'm like, Father <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> ah, <die> in heaven, <laughs> once he's hungry, as he started, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Hey. And the, the woman is still asking, Okay, what should you do? Hey! And it's am In fact, the thing is causing malaria now. Eh, my head is aching me. <laughs> and, oh, God. <laughs> and then we started seeing some of the traits in some of the children. <laughs> now, when they are hungry, they cannot, they are not hearing anything. Praise the Lord. Then, when one is in a hurry, like the couple I described, I uh, gave an example of the other time. When one is sick, yes, there's a tendency of irritation. Because you're thinking, I'm. Um, this person is ill and doesn't want to. Uh, you should know that you should help with this thing and the rest. When one is depressed, uh, the sorry, I want to use the <laughs> the go level goes to when the person is depressed because he doesn't want to. It's not something that they usually would discuss on. At that point, person does not want to hear anything during hormonal changes, uh, by pregnancy. Um, during the uh, monthly cycle, men's ovulation it can be very, very stressful. Then, when one is fasting, I know some people have self control during fast, they are normal. But some, huh? you know, <laughs> there are some of there are sometimes I feel it over the children, I bear the brunt. When it's becoming longer because of other pangs, like, please just leave me alone, leave me. <laughs> Let me do this thing. Let me do that one. Oh, mommy, I want this one. Mommy, I want that. Ah! Just let me be, please. Uh, let me be. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So so then, any combination of the above. So, when we look at this, I, I'm hoping that we will keep this man, and we can always go back to it, and we'll refresh our minds, ourselves, that, okay, we can actually sit with it, and what are those things that get you irritated, and we'll t- work together on it. So, at these times, one should be extra careful. When this period that causes irritation, one should be extra careful to avoid things that would cause irritation when the person is tired. Is that the t- time to be bringing up today's negative news? Neg- ah, this is what happened today. Hey, And, uh, and the person is like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. thing. Now. Opening up on uh, an issue that is, it requires a policy decision for the future. Okay, this is something that we, can, we have to sit with, that the two of us are in our right uh, mindset and we have to discuss on it and then arrive at a particular decision. It is when it is not when somebody is irritated that that kind of issue should be brought up. Praise the Lord. Then making constructive criticism of bad habits, looking with a critical eye at the meal that is served. Listen, how did? And we now say <laughs> it's like. Um, Extra careful. It's like, uh, we have plenty of salt in this house. You know what? Uh, <laughs> you know, what, right? Making big things out of little things. Verbally noticing things that are undone. Those things can actually be, that information can be passed across without speaking. Praise the Lord. Alright, so I would, we would want to play a particular video now to see what biblical attitude can help us to undo irritations that arises? We are going to read when, uh, while the media is getting ready for us, we read this scripture, and then then there is this, another illustration that came to mind while preparing for this three-legged race. You know, two people have to come together to run a race. You know, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, it's more difficult than any other type of race. Because the two are different. There are sometimes that appear different heights but the two would have been practicing and practicing and practicing to make sure that they're able to make it so two legs are tied together and then the extra legs for balance so i want to see the two legs tied together as our minds coming together as god ordained it in the marriage you know the two becoming one flesh and then the other extra legs the body the two, I know during our inter sport is usually one of the, the events we look out for, two-legged race. So the two, they have to keep practicing and make sure that they are in the same, um, they are aligning in when they want to, you know, it's, it's really, really scientific, you know, you have to calculate when the other person wants to lift and when the other person is bringing down the leg and you, they are weights also. They have to be dependent on each other. Praise the Lord. So it's, 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 it just fits into this. So if we are going to make it, we have to make sure that we are aligned. For those that are always in conflict when they are practicing for the entire sport, we see it on that day. That they eventually miss out. Because they are not able to run together. Praise the Lord. So, we talked about expectations that brings conflict in marriage. What is our goal? For each family, there is a goal. There is a goal that we are supposed to actually focus on. Can we put our expectations aside and look towards that goal that the Lord has ordained? Because each one of us has a particular purpose that each family is supposed to fulfill. There are several aspects of it, but there is one purpose. That is the goal that we are supposed to focus on. That I wouldn't want... This thing that I want, that I'm expecting to alter this goal that should be our focus. Praise the Lord. And one basic thing that can help us is love and yieldedness. Basically, love and yieldedness. Media, please, are you ready? All right, so let's read this. That particular headline in my Bible, Romans 12 9 to 20, 9, 21, is actually behave, NKJV, behave like Christians. Behave like Christ. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abba what is evil. Abba means shun, hate. Abba means shun or hate. Actually hate. That word is better. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In love, in honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence. fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation. Continuing steadfastly in prayer. Distributing to the needs of the saints. Giving to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Like, there are some homes that are really, really tough. That it's actually one spouse persecuting the other. But by the time I have seen some like that, by the time the husband got born again, they saw what is up with and they eventually had to keep praying. You have to practically wear on this, put on this. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, high expectations. But associate with the humble. Be not wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. That's when we are competing. Did this? I'm going to do that too. I'm going to revenge. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men if it is possible. As much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. second Peter talks about seek and pursue peace. Seek and pursue peace. That's um, no, First Peter 3. Seek and pursue peace. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so drink, you he will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In as much as we want to defend ourselves, the utmost defender is who? God. is the best defender. Is the one that can defend us. Is the best that we can actually hand over all our rights and expectations to and is able to help us get through it. Praise the Lord. Father, my time is... I might have to skip the video the video is actually about a particular couple that were um, having challenges within their marriage and then the husband decided to walk out of the home and as he was going, the Holy Spirit talked, ministered to him that the best way to solve this is actually not to walk out the best way is to come back communicate discuss on these issues and then let there be a resolution and that was eventually yielded, and went back home and they were able to talk out all the issues and the matter was resolved i remember when we were younger i have a cousin that usually is he doesn't want to while was he will always tell us that ah if i get married and i have issues in my home i will just walk away you know, even when he got, eventually got born again, said doesn't want to allow, and that's what he actually did eventually. He's in Australia now, the wife and the children are here. He just walked away. But I know that there are other ways by the help of the Holy Spirit that things can be resolved. Praise the Lord. So what are those attitudes? You know, when we, when we look at attitude, there is this song, The Ego Generation, The Eagle Generation. Right attitude leads to higher altitude, the ego generation. When we look at the letters of the word attitude, it's, all the letters calculate everything. If God, we, we have 100. Attitude is key in our lives. It's key to everything we do. If you have the right attitude to whatever situation, we come out victorious. But if the attitude is the other way around, there will be issues. So, one, we should have the attitude of a peacemaker. Yield, let's yield our, ourselves. Whatever is the, the scripture says that happiness and blessings are the reward of a peacemaker. It says, blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called sons of God. Sons means manifestation. Manifestation of God. So how do we manifest as God if we are not allowing peace to reign within our homes? Yes, we have right, we want this done, we want that done. But we have to seek peace, pursue peace, and follow after peace. Both husband and wife should make constant effort, not once in a while, constant effort to preserve and maintain peace between one another. Even though I'm the one always seeking peace, let's continue. I will continue doing that. You know, if we come to that place, just like Pastor Tino taught us last year, if we can stand as the redeemer of the family, God will definitely come true. Praise the Lord. Then the attitude of submission. There must be a giving attitude on the part of both husband and wife. Love us are givers. We should be ready to give, give of ourselves. The success and happiness of a marriage is somewhat dependent on the degree of willingness to defer or to the desire or taste of the other person. There should be some points of compromise. I'm not talking about compromise that, is, that will bring a lot of problems to the family. I'm not talking about spiritual compromise. Do you understand what I'm saying? That, okay, okay, we are no longer going to this church, and we know that this is where God has called us into. And, okay, because I want peace, I want to compromise myself. No, not that kind of thing. talking about compromise on things that we know that we can actually shift ground on praise the lord then we have the attitude of patience attitude of patience so i think i skipped one okay attitude of submission now attitude of patience we should know when to hold our tongues when necessary there's something i do is very painful (laughs) but sometimes it helps me it's painful when I'm, I'm about to say what I, I bite my tongue, it's very painful. <laughs> so, with the pain, I have to know that I have to, you know, I'm tending that pain so I cannot talk. So that he's asking, say something. <laughs> I don't know what to say at this point. The <laughs> mouth is paining me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, uh, we should know when to hold our tongue, speak softly and tactfully instead of reacting with evil for evil. He did this. I'm going to have my own pound of flesh also. No, she did this. I will also have my own pound of flesh. Then we should know when to ask for forgiveness. If offense has been given. Ask for forgiveness. That's one of the areas of shifting ground. We want patience. Patience is not the same thing as tolerance. Patience is the fruit of the Spirit. Tolerance is one of human nature. Okay, for somebody that is calm, the person is able to tolerate but when it gets to a point, you know that this person is not patient. So what we are aiming at is patience, the fruit of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Then number four, to have a sense of timing to what one says and does. The enduring nature of forbearance is, this will be possible. And when we are able to forbear. You know, another, uh, um, in some other translation of patience is forbearance. I'm bearing. For is I have something given ahead. So I have already made up my mind that I'm ready to bear with this. for bearing. Praise the Lord. Be patient. God is not finished with me yet. There's a song I learned on this. Be patient. God is not finished with me yet. I think if we actually use this for one another, it will go a long way to help us. And this <laughs> will... I mean, am a project that is still going on, or oh, there, there's, there's work still going on in me. Then the attitude of love. Love for one spouse will seek their benefit, comfort, and convenience. Pastor Fumi has helped us with that scripture that I wanted to read. First Corinthians 13. I can't forget this particular scripture. That's one of the last scriptures that Pastor read for us in last February 2017 during the Valentine's Day. And he said that we should put our names there. He read Amplified Version. And, you know, if, when we put our names there, we are able to bring it to perspective. Praise the Lord. Attitude of love. Love is giving. Love we endure until a solution is achieved. Eh? We give of ourselves as much as possible. So, love we endure until a solution is achieved. Through divine love for each other, we not keep record of past irritations or or wrongs. You did it this time, you did it another time, and you keep. If I love, I should. Let's go. The attitude of meekness. The gap there is expectation. We should yield our rights and expectations to God rather than insisting on them. Yield your right and expectation to God. So practical steps that should be taken to minimize and remove irritations. In our private prayers, we yield our rights. Yield your rights. Yield your right and expectation to God. Just like David, we always pray. I commit myself to you. I am um, for peace. Why for Lord come to my defense? He's always. Um, but we must make sure that we are in the correct right, actually. That's when God is able to rise up to defend us. Praise the Lord. Then take note of how you are saying what you are saying. Manner, the tone, the pitch, how you would respond to what you are saying. And then we should also watch how we respond. Take note of your timing. Is this the time to bring this thing up? Should I wait until so-so time? Then try to put yourself in your spouse's place. Put yourself Don't view yourself as competitors. That's what we learned in the last um, couples meeting. We are to complement each each other, not compete with each other. Because we are on the same thing, actually. Just like we talked about the three-legged race. If they are trying to compete and, and better than you are, they will eventually fail. The next one, ask forgiveness if offense is taken. Next, be willing to Compromise. That is, it. we should be able to yield first when we are dealing with petty things, not spiritual truth. So, praise the Lord. I'm emphasizing on that because it's very important. So, we should be, I should always be the first to try to make, to shift. When each of us are like that, we, we, are, we are better for it. I want to be the first to defer to the other person. Be willing to do it your spouse's way. If compromise does not appear appropriate or forthcoming, the truth is that the most spiritual person of the relationship is willing to yield first. Take note of your tone of voice. Tone of voice. Don't keep score regarding how many times you have been the one to defile. Last time I'm the one. This time I'm the one. No, because I've made up my mind that this is the stand I'm taking, that I want to seek peace. Then I should not keep score. Then be honest with each other about your feelings. This is very, very important. We should make sure that we are honest. One thing we should never do in resolving conflict is keeping quiet or sweeping things under carpets. The other party will keep bottling up. And by the time the person is going to explode, it's going to be seriously severe. So we must not make that mistake of being quiet too so many. I want to seek. I want to. I want peace. Let me just be quiet. No, the issues are to be discussed. Some things are to be confronted. But we talked about the tone and manner and timing, on when to do that. So as much as possible. So things change over time as we grow together. My taste, will eventually. Our taste, we eventually come to alignment as we continue to grow, using these attitudes. Staying in this place, staying in this attitude. And God brings us to a place where we are able to give to each other without losing our sense of dignity. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, He wants us to be like the omelette, where you cannot separate anything at all. Hallelujah. Thank you for having me, everybody. Thank you, ma'am.
2: Thank you very, very much for being a blessing to our lives. Thank you for bringing all these things up again. Amen. Amen. I want to believe that you have been reminded, maybe not particularly, learned, you've not, you might not have learned something new, but you have been reminded of some things that we probably have put as the background. You know, I try to keep plants. I, I try to be a plant, a, 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 I try to be a, Maybe you'll call, eh? No, no, I, I, no, I, I never reached that level. Like be a, um, a plant lover, amen, a gardener of some sort, little, I have few plants that I, I collect and I keep, and I realize that all that is necessary is that you show concern. You watch over those plants, you, not so much. I don't, spend, I don't spend 30 minutes, one hour on them every day. But if I go like one week, two weeks, without touching base with them, I'll be sorry for myself. Plants cost. They are not cheap. They cost. So if you buy, and then you buy the, in fact, plants at times might not cost so much, but your pots cost. So you now spend money on plants, spend money on pots. Keep it there, and the thing is dying. You won't feel good about yourself. Amen. Amen. So, I spend time. It's not so much time, but I need to touch base. So, I've I realized also that all these things that you, start, you know, brought to the fore again for us this morning, these are things that we need to, from time to time, just remind yourself of. These are the things that keep the plants alive. Just a little water today, uh, maybe another one week, another. I don't do, when I started at first, I over them. My friend would say, hey, Fumi, you have killed these plants. <laughs> Expensive plants. There are some I've killed that have not gotten back. And it pains me, you know, I, if I have to get back, I'll spend plenty of money again. So initially, over, over care, oh, water, water, running season, but now I've learned. You know, so some of these things initially also with ourselves, your relationship, you might get it, you know, you might not get it right initially, you might not get it right the second month, the fourth year, the second year, but we must be making efforts, Amen. We must be touching base. These things that we are learning from time to time, bring it to, the, bring it to your relationship and try to, um, you know, work on these things. Um, I don't want us, I know we've, all that we learned this morning already or that we went through looks like it's so much, right? As then one can even sit on those ones and say, let's chew and chew and chew. And yet, we have two sessions. Two more sessions to go with. So I want us to just um, remind ourselves what are the things that came, you know, that came to the fore for us. I'm giving you, this is supposed to be a water break. So if you want to get out and do something, you know, quickly visit the bathroom, you might want to do, do this. But for the rest of us, we'll just um, try and um, try to ram some things home. One of the things that she said when she started is the fact that we are different. How many of us appreciate, she made me appreciate differences in a fresh, fresh way. I don't know if that came, if, if you saw that. That we are different. And he said, what the devil is capitalizing on is what? Our differences. That's just all. If my husband knows how to do things the way I like him to do it, will we have irre- irreconcilable differences? No. We won't have problems with ourselves, sister if your husband is exactly like you. But that is boring. Amen? Like I say in my house, my son, as small as he is, it makes me cook better meals than Efeoluwa and than uh, myself. Because of some, I'm challenged to cook better meals. He's the one that will say, I want that type, that type of antipolus. is the one that will tell you jollof rice is supposed to be, it should have one orange, you know, but one orange that should be. He will tell you it's not very orange. It's not very red. You know, I want the one that has green pepper. Mom, can we have spring onions? As in me. I will cook it to be testy, but it might not look as in there are times you want to cook. she say, Mom, if mommy was, in fact, if a mommy cooks one, if you see it. the discipleship class, she cooked it for them. It was very clinical, but at times she will not cook like that for us at home. You know, because it's not every day you feel like cooking party rice. Okay? You just want to do it fast. But because we are different, they bring out the best in us. So let's appreciate our differences. Let's not want your brother, your sister, your neighbor. You know, your, um, your fellow choir, um, choir member to be like you. The world is a better place because all of us are different. And one other thing, God loves us like that. Have you thought of it? God is, does not want you to be like your husband. He doesn't. God is a variety lover. Say, I am a variety lover. So if you love variety, then you should put in the work that is necessary to make things work, you know, especially with conflict resolution. There is so much to say about them. I would just want us to, um, maybe we'll come back to some of these things later. We have, who are we bringing up next? That is Dr. Right? Yes. Dr. Adedoni is coming up next. Um, But before I call on Dr. Adedoni, maybe I just want to leave you with something. There's something I learned from a particular couple. And this couple said break oh but dr edo is coming in after the break okay so we'll go for a break and then we'll come back um, and that's when dr edo will come up but let me just leave you something as we go you know on this break for a, a particular couple said and i that's something i learned from them he said they try to do marriage weekly marriage meeting in the family you might want to adopt that and tell yourself what will constitute our week. It might not be weekly for you, even if it's monthly. but like I said with the plants, you need to intentionally w- — see, the time I spend with my plants is such is that some marriages, I can say boldly, don't spend that much time with their spouse every week, as in to look at each other and say, what is going well, what is not going well. Even if it is like we are telling ourselves, we we'll spend 15 minutes with ourselves every week, we really, it is on Sundays between 6.30 and 7 o'clock, it is me and you time. Can you make up, you know, from what you have learned with this sister moyo's what is it called? Can you talk to yourself, if you are a husband here and you are, you are a wife here, what are you taking away from that class? Can you tell yourself that we will spend small time to look at ourselves? If you have conflict, you want to discuss this, you want to discuss that. This particular um, 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 family said, what they do is weekly, they spend time with themselves and they come together to do five things. Number one thing, they appreciate each other. And that is important. Amen. Appreciation, appreciating each other. It's possible that we go weeks that we don't say thank you to each other or I like the way you did this. I appreciate that particular me." We just go on. But if we don't do some things deliberately, great marriages don't just happen. Amen. It doesn't just happen. Instead, we appreciate each other. We plan the chores. Who will do what in the house? Like we said, who is carrying big these with? They plan for the week. Who will do this plumping is down here and that one. Then what else do they say they do? They, they discuss Maybe plan for one thing also for the, for the coming week. What are we going to do that will be interesting to the two of us in the coming week? They also discuss conflicts that they had during the week. What could we have done better? And then they pray for each other. It's important that we put things in place. If you don't put things in place, this family life conference of this year will come and go. And it wouldn't have added anything to your life. So as you've, as you've sat through, you know, you've gone through this uh, manual now. It will it's, uh, be good for you to go through it again together as husband and wife and then come up with something that can help your family it might be weekly it might be once in a month it might be every two two weeks that you want to say you know what we will do something together that we will enjoy amen or uh, maybe every two weeks we'll discuss about how we are resolving conflicts maybe we didn't do it well last week we didn't do it well last month but you have to deliberately sit down ...and craft something. If not, everything will continue in its own motion of... Um, ...will continue in a way of uniform motion and nothing will change. Amen. So as we go let us we will go for a break now. We are going for a break of like 10 minutes and then we'll be back and we'll have the second, the second um, study. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we commit ourselves into your care. Thank you, Lord, for the things you brought to the fore for us, you know, this session... One of the things that stood out to me, I know different things stood out to several people, is the fact that we are different. You love these differences, and it is these same differences that the enemy is capitalizing on in bringing conflict. We also learned that conflict is impossible to happen. It will always happen. And so, Lord, we pray that you will help us. all the things we have learned, that we have gone through, we ask Almighty God that you will help us to lay them to heart to act upon them in our relationships, in our marriages, so that we can be better as you have ordained for us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for we've prayed in Jesus' name.